We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Got an email from uh, a friend of mine, Cranston. Will you stop? That was my email. I got 30 employees. You keep telling them not to show up. I'm not going to be able to go home early today. <laughs> See, that's how it works. The boss wants you to show up in these rainy days, risk your life in this traffic, so he can pop in at 10 and go home at noon. Hour and out, and it's, it's whittled down. Hour and 10 minute delay. Give yourself an extra uh, 70 minutes uh, this morning. Traffic is miserable. Uh, also, 70% of the city is no power. And uh, Ian Schwartz from Channel 3 has already emailed me and said, we've got the uh, storm commander out and about looking for water. He didn't answer me when I asked him the other day because he heard the thing we were joking around with Paul Horton driving around in the storm commander, which is just a, a free Sanderson Ford that's got uh, loads of, I don't know if that's Sanderson or the other guy, but it's got loads of uh, sandwiches and refrigerators in the back. The only technology in that thing is the cooling system that keeps Paul Horton's Kool-Aid and sandwiches. It's a weather roach coach? <laughs> yeah, but nobody gets to buy. Horton eats it all. <laughs> Horton and Royal Norman sit back there and just pound them and laugh. And they've got a big tin. Uh, it's a pot that they've painted with the uh, Channel 3-5 logos on it. They put a stick in the middle of it, made it look real official. But all it is is just like some kid's project. This is what we think a satellite might look like if it rode on top of a Ford. And then they drive around and look for water. Which, by the way, and I told Ian this, and I, he never answered me. Doesn't that mean all that technology you talk about and brag about in your studio is a lie? That when it rains, you have to go find it? Doesn't the TV and, the, and all the satellites and all the radar good tell, question, them, John. It tells them where the rain is? What's the point of sending out news people to look for it? They know where it is. They pinpoint exact. This is right here on Sossaman and Baseline. We know exactly where that is. Nope, they got a guy driving around going, no rain here. Ian was wrong. Ian knows what he's doing as a scam. And collect those checks, Schwartz. You're good at it. I tease Ian, too, because every time Channel 3 needs a story for with a Jewish outcome, they send Schwartz. We're, we're making lockies. He didn't even notice it. I told him, like, you know that whenever there's like a Jewish story, they choose you to go do it. And he goes, I'm out front Siegel's Deli. Because I didn't notice that. He goes, I did also notice that Yetta Gibson goes, you're not putting me in front of that place. They'll try to put her in front of black stories. He goes, no, I'm not going to go down there. Now she's at the desk. I do like that sometimes. Hey, you know, let's let's get them out there. 
let's do a two and one, cover a story and then do the weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At an event. Yeah. yeah. Weather. Ian's a good dude. I like him. But that weather commander, stop it. It's out looking for rain right now. But if it was good at its job, you could park it and find the rain. It's supposed to know where all the rain is. It doesn't have to drive to it. We've got the weather commander out looking for rain. Well, I know where it is, and I'm not a weatherman. I don't even have any technology in my car. Last night when I went to bed, there was a 10% chance of rain in the morning. At 4 a.m., I woke up because my house was being bombed. That thunder was big. The good thing about the weather commander, though, it's a lot cheaper than running a, a copter or a weather You plane. can't run it in the rain. I know. Yeah, you got to have on. You got ground troops, Brady, ground troops. Let alone when it's good conditions. Well, you don't need, need it for good all conditions. All you need gas is for the... Uh, what are you driving I mean, around looking at weather for when it's nice You can do a nice lot out? more appearances with the weather commander. Oh, sure. It's Yeah, it's pretty neat. The kids in yeah. fifth grade are still blown away. It's it can be out night. and about every day. And Horton stands, hey, buddy, what's going on, buddy? Got a truck full of sandwiches and uh, an hour and a half to kill for the show. We're driving around looking for rain. You're the weatherman. You should know where rain is. We don't. We're out here in Chandler. Haven't found it yet. <laughs> like, shouldn't the weather commander tell you where the rain is? Yeah, it doesn't. Get your Horton bobblehead. Tell you right now what it bobblehead. is. It's just a uh, it's a sandwich collector. We're holding Sammy's. You guys <laughs> want grinder. some Kool-Aid? The grinder. I got Kool-Aids. I got sausages. We got a grill back here. It's just a, basically a tailgate machine with a weather wrap on it. But they're out looking. So be careful. Also look out because Channel 10 evidently just ran a red light. That was a... Uh, people are emailing it's me. It's an emergency. That, well, no, that wasn't an emergency. They're looking for rain. <laughs> And they were reporting back. Anita Roman did a U-turn, and the, and they clearly on television went right through a red light. Because well, so they're going to run into you too. Everybody, stay home. You're first off, you're all no good at it. Stay home. You know, all you people that think you're good at it because you grew up in uh, you know rain-soaked Baltimore. I don't care to hear from you. Uh, you're in a new environment now. It doesn't matter that you used to be able to drive in this. It's not the same. It's a two-hour stay. Yeah, your system, everybody who says, that oh, I grew up in Baltimore, I know how to drive in the rain. Well, good, in Baltimore. Here, the reason no one knows how to drive in the rain is because we all hang on to what you're supposed to do back in Baltimore or Pittsburgh or Chicago. True, nobody here knows how to drive in the rain because there's 16 different ways to do it instead of the Phoenix way, which I'm implementing, stay home. No, but every, there's too many of you, and all of you have a different idea. And by the way, I've been in Pittsburgh during a snow, ice, rainstorm. No one knows how to drive in that there either. That's their big complaint. The only people that when truly, that black ice comes out or an, uh, oh. the ice rain, it's, nobody, nobody knows what it, yeah. they're doing. That's why you see that on the news. Like there's a 93 car pile up on the interstate. Nobody knows what they're doing. So you braggart, I know how to drive in the rain. No, you don't. You're the same as the guy who goes, I'm a pretty good drunk driver. No, you're not. Nobody is. Nobody's good at it. Just stay home. And don't be normal if you are driving in it. Be slow, deliberate. Don't stop at puddles. Or keep the traffic moving. I don't know what I'm doing out there, but I know not to stop. The guy behind me is going to jam into me. And don't go through giant puddles. You should be able to see them. That's why Puddle Patrol's out this morning. Brett's doing it. He's driving in it. He's making a mess He'll of it. He'll get this. there. He'll be all right. He's going to be thrilled. How you doing this morning, Brett? How the F do you think I'm doing? It's going to be miserable. 107th Avenue and Olive Road. That's where we're sending them this morning to Safeway for Operation Hydration. Now, seems sort of silly right now to start collecting for the heat relief efforts. But now's the time uh, we need it more than ever because, you know, everybody's kind of laying low. Like, yeah, it's been kind of mild the last couple of weeks. It seems like every time Brett goes out, it's a nice morning. Uh, well, maybe he's doing that. He, the mob manipulates the weather, perhaps. 
Allegedly. But uh, he's going off this morning, and you can donate a case of water to help out Operation Hydration because it's still miserably hot for the folks out there on the streets, and it's going to stay that way all the way through October. We know this. Uh, we're not done with the 110s quite yet. They'll, they'll pop back up. Uh, supply a water to the Valley's homeless all summer long with the help of the Phoenix Rescue Mission. You guys have loaded us up this summer. we got a few weeks left. It ends uh, right after Labor Day, and you have crushed it. So today would be a great day. It's nice. You've got extra time. Because you're not supposed to speed to work this morning, you can be late, you've got an excuse. The radio told everyone that everyone is going to be late. Expect no one to be on time today. Stop off, get some pancakes, grab some water, drop it off, have a chat with Brett, maybe win some tickets to Three Days Grace, Slipknot, he's got those. Uh, take your time. Slow Two for down. One. Ladies, if you're going out and you know, you're know you low on eggs or something, you got to pick it up this morning real quick right. in the neighborhood. No, we don't want that, Brady. We want them driving around. I'm talking about in the neighborhood there. <sighs> That's risky. There is the uh, delivery of groceries now, though. You could do that. Yeah, I would just do that. Just saying throw a couple of cases on Oh, them. man. I tell you what. Let's just keep it to the guys right now. Ladies, you guys can stay right. home. Whatever you got in the, in the cupboard. Guys, maybe there's a chance you can uh, meet to the water MVP, Scotty Karate. Oh, Scotty Karate might come. Yeah. Well, he's, that's pretty far for him, but he might show up. Uh, Safeway this morning, 107th Avenue and Olive. That is where our friend Brett is going. You can visit him. And he will be happy to see you, I promise. You can win a bunch of stuff, too. So thanks in advance, because I know already you guys are this is great. Operation Hydration this summer has been phenomenal. And now we're waiting on the drinking team who keeps emailing us about their second semi-truck full of water. Which is remarkable. It's amazing. Uh-oh. Emails rolling in about people's Closings. Here's one. No power. Couldn't charge my Tesla not coming to work today. Signed, Mary. Mary, that's a very valid reason. Your power went out, and that keeps your car charged. You don't. You have the day off, Mary. Keep you off the street. Says, dude, I live in Michigan now, and these efforts can't drive in the rain. <laughs> my wife's from Michigan. She used to always complain about Arizona drivers. I would tell her that it's because everyone is from somewhere else, and they bring their crappy driving with them. He's right. She totally understands that now. Yeah, nobody knows what they're doing in the rain. No city is like, we're great at driving. Never had an accident in the rain. We actually do better. Nope, nobody. Uh, I, I was up in Sholo when it was snowing once. And some guy wrecks into the side of a car in a parking lot at a breakfast place. He took his big truck and slid the back end in. And the car he hit was kind of out of the lanes, lines of the parking spot. But this dude, it's a stationary vehicle. He gets out and he goes, these goddamn Valley of the Sun morons. He's screaming and yelling. He's like, they don't know how to park. They don't know how to drive in the snow. I'm like, you're the one who hit the car that was stopped. I didn't say it, but I'm like, what are you yelling at? They don't know how to drive. Yeah, you're perfect at it. When you slid sideways into that car, I, I could see your skills kick in. Uh, call Sanderson Ford Service. Uh, Chris is his name. Let him know that none of us can make it in today, please. <laughs> All right, Sanderson Ford Sur- entire service department. Chris, it's on you. Name's Chris Francis. Sorry, Chris. Looks like the whole crew ain't going to make it this morning. <laughs> We're just relaying. We're just a messenger here. Uh, culinary dropout closed due to rain today. Evidently, that's not something you can go do. Shutting need that a, down. Uh, need a culinary dropout closure, John, is what that one said. <laughs> this is a good one. Rex says, John's got one eye on crime. That's right. <laughs> the other one's all blurry still from the operation, but it's still better than it was. Amazing. Yeah, nobody's any good at it. Give yourself a ton. Of, they always say that on the news. Give yourself some extra time. Just stop. Don't think. Don't risk lives. If your boss is a dick and demands you get there at 9 a.m. on a day like this, and it should be fine by 9, but let's say you got to get there by 7, and the West Valley is just getting pounded right now. 
just show up late and go, you got to be kidding me, really. Give me a break. I almost got killed 45 times so I could come in here and, you know, make keychains for you. I'm not doing it. Uh-oh, Schwartz is emailing again. I'll take these off. So the, inst- the instruments inside the van do work, but they are underutilized. We have a screen to show the info, uh, but it's little. So we just drive and look for it. I like that term, <laughs> underutilized, rather than not used at all. It's like you got all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to use half right. the stuff. It's, it's, yeah. it's the bat cave. You walk around, see <laughs> yeah. all those computers and go. And Batman always had each computer screen labeled for what it was. Like, and the, is, uh, you know, the anti-this, anti-that. and Different colored lights on the buttons. Oh, sure. Fantastic. You have no idea. It's like defusing a bomb. When somebody puts 30 computers in front of a guy and goes, this can tell weather drops. It, it knows every raindrop. The weather guys are even like, I'm not looking for that. We'll just drive around and look for it. And Ian's funny. So they should just let him drive around and go, found rain. I'm a weatherman and I found rain. I did this. Call me. This is me. I chased rain and I found rain. Our stuff works. Get out and do a little fesh in the uh, yeah <laughs> dance in the rain. I don't know if Ian Schwartz would do a fesh. More oh, of a, sorry. Yeah. Than Havik and Nagila dance. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like Ian. He's a good dude. The whole crew over there at Channel Three is great. And then when you get to know news people, they're like, Pfft. it's like what I said this morning. People take us with like when I close schools, we'll get calls going. Are oh, the schools really closed? There is something that triggers in your head that makes you think I've got awesome. more information than you. I am none. I'm going off the internet just like everybody else. Radio died with that 15 years ago when the internet made it so no one didn't know anything before the radio guy did. I grew up thinking radio guys were geniuses. Like, they had to be. Like, they know everything. Some Somebody in government is calling them and telling them, here's the school closures. They've got information and access to it that we don't have. Now, me breaking news to you, I'm an idiot if I try to do it. Consultants still roll in, 60-year-old consultants. Like this. They still roll in and tell morning shows, you know, All you got to you gotta pay attention to yesterday. You're breaking news to me. You're not breaking news to anybody anymore. You'll like this one. So when I was a kid, we didn't have a local TV station. It was in Butte, which is 90 miles away. So yeah. them giving us the snow info wasn't oh, yeah. really accurate. So we had to listen to the radio. Who told us about the, the school closures in uh, Bozeman, Montana? Bruce Olson on KXXL. Our own Bruce Olson. Yep, KXXL. How about that? When I, I grew up in Lowell, Indiana, so we picked up the Chicago radio stations. They didn't close Lowell schools in Chicago. We didn't right, know. Right. We assumed two feet of snow were not going, but we'd still tune into local Lowell radio, and yep. some douchebag in a town of 1,300 people are like, Lake Prairie Elementary School is closed? Yes! <laughs> Oak Elementary School is still open. They were like next to each other. I don't even know why we had two elementary schools. Ours is always the last to close. Oh, it's the worst. Didn't it seem like that? I think that's just a kid city. thing. We didn't get a lot of snow days in Montana. Because well, you're you Upper Arlington. If they went yeah. alphabetically, you were the last one on the list. That and then, you know, also the trucks and stuff to clear the streets. Yeah, and they didn't go over to your neighborhood. I figure you kids could have they would have started in yeah. your neighborhood. They, that's why we were the last, because we would always be open on some uh, of the days. Because they have it under control. Yeah. Nope, you're going. Yeah, all these kids are going. They're important. Yeah. Their parents have money. You poor kids, you're not going to school today. It doesn't matter anyway. You're just going to end up stabbing each other. Yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious. But you guys think that I can – and it's funny because I still, after 21 years of telling you, we don't know anything. You know, KTAR, I worked with that jackass Jim Sharp for a long time. He doesn't know anything either. He's making it up. He's no different than you sitting. And that's what makes him great is I think Jim is just one of those guys like, yeah, I, I pay attention to what I'm doing. He doesn't have any extra information. He has to work to get the extra info, but 
He just mainly has opinion. The best thing that ever happened for news journalists is that they could start giving their opinions, and it made them work less. Because now it's like, well, it's just how I feel about it. So I just read up until the point where I have a feeling, and then I tell you my feelings. Don Lemon, all he talks about are his feelings. Yep. Sheds a tear every he now cries and then every for once a couple in a while because the news makes him, <laughs> makes him sad. And then he tells you what he thinks about it. And it's not news. That's not news. That's what Don Lemon thinks of news. Same thing over with Hannity. Here's what I think of the news. And it's Rachel like, oh, Maddow, she smirks every now and then. What she thinks of the news. Nobody gives you news anymore. They just give you what they think of it. It's newstainment. You find the right. person you like who delivers. Right. You just kind of side with the one that you feel the same way with. Oh, that's right. Sean Hannity and I are both crying over this. It's, we, we're the same. Cronkite, Ted Koppel when I was growing up. Oh, they, they were real news people. Yeah. Like just told you what it was and then you had NBC. a feeling. Um, well, Brokaw. And they Brokaw. Had, yeah. Well, before Brokaw was the uh, – Well, they had way back. You're the going. guy that did the, the night show, the late night show for a while. He was on the – Tom he, Snyder never did news. Yeah, he did. He no. did news. He did the morning show. He did the, the early Today show. Was it the early yeah. Today show? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. No, nobody would have trusted Tom Snyder. <laughs> no. bricks at their television. <laughs> I got a new story for you. <laughs> Just start shouting at I'm you. done with this one. Start smoking. But yeah, the, uh, nobody tells you news. I'm going to tell you opinion. I'm doing the same thing. Schools are closed. And just say the guy on the radio said, it triggers something in everyone's head over the age of 35 that the radio knows something during weather that we don't. And they can even hear this part. It'll, it still won't shut that mechanism off. You'll go weeks without listening to the radio for traffic reports, but what's the first thing you do when you got to go <laughs> Turn somewhere? Turn the radio on. <laughs> yeah, because it knows. You don't, and it does. Yep. It, it, we don't know anything. The weather report guys, <laughs> they're the ones who can't get jobs in radio almost all the time. They're the ones who have smoked their way out of a studio. Fuck <laughs> you, man. And then you see him like three years later. Well, Where are you working, Ed? Schwartz being that way. Um, not, no, that's not the, the weather and oh, traffic the other guys. Way, yeah, the way, the yeah, ones yeah. on radio. Gotcha. The radio ones are the worst people in the business. <laughs> they literally, 90% of them, <laughs> blown smoke in a boss's face going, you'll see. And then you don't see him for two years. And you're like, Where are you working? Over at the traffic place I for iHeart. from Steve <laughs> Trella. All of them. <laughs> Trella quit at KSLX and got a job doing traffic. Because the last thing he did is go, <laughs> You are Teague. And he left. And then no one would hire him, and he started doing traffic. You go to the traffic, and then what, what happened after traffic? I smoked myself out. I smoked myself out. If you smoke yourself out of traffic, you're homeless. <laughs> traffic reporters are like the guys who are they're, – they're the comeback kids of heroin. That's what traffic news is. And they all have good voices, but they're like – Hello there, it's uh, John Rocker here from. I, I don't, I don't know that guy, but I assume he had a heroin. Uh, he had a massive addiction to something because he's older. He's still doing traffic. Something's wrong. And traffic, all that is, is people calling in, going, "There's a wreck," and then our traffic cameras spotted something. You don't do anything, but like, there's one. They don't even drive around and look for it. That's the one they should be driving around looking for. That's what Ian Schwartz should be doing. Driving around looking for horrible accidents. That's a traffic report. Yeah. And when you first move out here, you try to uh, decipher the code when she says oh, yeah. uh, the uh, 202 Agua Red Fria. Mountain yeah. or 202. Well, I, I used they to... stopped saying the numbers for yeah. a while. They would yeah. just say the Agua Fria, and I never knew which one that when was. When I had uh, Dennis McBroom back at the zone, used to do traffic on the morning show because they demanded it. And McBroom was awesome, one of my favorite people. And Dennis would do the traffic, and he'd be like, Red Mountain Freeway's backed up all the way to the superstition. And I'm like, I'm thought I knew what the Red Mountain was. That meets the superstition. Wait, wait a minute. And then he'd start saying Agua Fria this. and The curves. The Counter Monte Cristo That's freeway. The, the Broadway curve. The Broadway curve. So the stack, the mini was. stack. And I said, Dennis, from here on out, traffic by the numbers. I don't want to hear one more name of a freeway because I don't know where they are. I don't know what's what. And the people who do, good for you. But I know 10. 
101, and there's there's a bunch of 101s. That's, yeah. 303. That's really confusing when What's you say. What's that curve on the 17 uh, right around downtown? The Black Canyon. I don't know. There's a curve Where the 17 meets the 10. Yeah. Mini but stack. But it's called a curve. that the They stack. say that every now and then. It took me forever know. to figure that one out. And they tore down the Broadway curve. That's not there anymore. You drive by that, you know, it's gone. They tore it down. Really? Yep, it's gone. Like everything else around here? I don't know what's going to go there. Take all the school. Build a whole brand new? No curve anymore. (laughs) That thing was a disaster. So anyway, good luck. Good luck to all of you. We in radio have all sorts of technology, just like the Weather Commander super truck full of Paul Orton sandwiches and Kool-Aids. And none of it for the kids. Paul's been doing well for the last, what, 15 years? They've been snowing us, ironically, for years and years, these weather people. They get in a car and look for weather. What good is your technology if that's what you do? It's a great gig. It's a great gig. I Look, I tip my cap. Work, work smarter, not harder, and they've got it figured out. Put some flashing lights and buttons up. I don't know what this is. Look, there's some green that's going to go over Gilbert. Red's going to go over Phoenix. I'll drive around if it starts raining. I'll tell you where it's happening. John, I'm not trying to Ouija board any of your conversation right now, but just want you to know that Able Funeral is still open. <laughs> I still got to work no matter the weather conditions. It's a vicious circle. Yeah. People go out and drive after not listening Wait, to what? John Holmberg, <laughs> might be- and then I have to work to pick up the pieces after they die, and they do. But I'm slowing your business down by keeping people off the roads. I know you're in a recession-proof business. If I had a kid, I'd try to get him to be a baseball player first. Second, funerals. You'll never be out of work. Oh, I have a guy I went to high school with his family. He's the fifth generation yeah. in. Yeah, business yeah. is booming. By the by, recessions, funeral homes love them. Suicides go up, all sorts. They are, yeah, business is booming when we have bad economies. The only place that never has bad economy is the casket salesman. Yeah. They're always in demand. There isn't a time or place where that business is like, well, we're real slow this month. It's a equal amounts of dying all the time. You have to be so bad at selling caskets to have people go, you know, we're just going to go somewhere else. <laughs> the first place everyone goes to buy a casket is usually where they buy. Yeah, exactly. Nobody shops it. No, uh, some, I don't know. Let's, you want let's it go down the street. You want it off your plate. <laughs> I mean, there are some people who plot their own deaths, which I find kind of odd, and they've got the casket. The lady with the dick tombstone. Yeah. Tombstones are a little different, but even still. Yeah. Majority of people dying, somebody in the family's got to go buy them a box. And you run over there, and you're like, you're the first place I even knew about. I'm hopping in. And that dude's usually back there smoking a cigar before you got there going, Always. (sighs) Economy's bad, huh? Not for me. How you doing? Sorry for your loss. I just think that they're all like Ozark now. They have a funeral business to funnel money for the cartel. Of course. It's, nobody's <laughs> going to question it. No yeah. one wants no. to go in there. No. It's, it's dark. Um, and then you'd be like Jason Bateman coming out just to try and clear out the yeah. lobby. Uh, we'll give you 10% off of this it's, one. you yep. got to go now. We're Everybody's closed. Out. We're closed. It's a dark, weird place uh, tell to you go. what, 15%, and uh, we'll get that ready It's tomorrow. raining. Yeah. It's raining really hard. we got to close. No one is ever going to go in and just look around the old casket shop, see what's going on behind the scenes. It's weird. Seems kind of high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody, not even for shopping. You don't think there's haggling in the... Uh, I don't even care about that. Investigations, uh, you know, looking into the deeper meaning, like the Ozark thing, looking into the deeper side of what's going... You could run so many scams out, oh. of a, out of a casket hut. In fact, I'd like one to be changed the name to Casket Hut. John, I just found out this morning that my boss is a homosexual. All right. I told him that John Holmberg said we can all go home <laughs> because of this rain. He said, he said Who? who's John Holmberg? Must radio, be a John Jay listener. Radio expert. <laughs> Don't say my name, because now you're putting it on one guy. Yeah, say, say radio. The guy on the radio said that uh, my neighborhood is under a f- severe flood warning and nobody should leave their homes. What neighborhood are you in? I'll sell it. All of them. 
West Valley right now, you're under a severe flood watch. Uh, ADOT has asked that you don't drive. <laughs> okay. How official does that sound? It's all made up. Maybe I, we should uh, this morning do it on the nines for everyone. Tell everybody we'll to stay just, home on the nines? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do traffic and stay homes on the nines. <laughs> By the way, the curve, thank you, texters, that I'm talking about is the Durango oh, curve. Durango, Durango curve. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, the uh, the fact that everybody takes our word for it. But I'll give it to you if you I want. I don't trust weathermen ever since you guys got rid of Tick Hartwell. <laughs> yeah, Tick was the only – and that's why I don't do traffic and weather Smoked here. out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you have that little weather thing that pops up here every once in a while. just tells you what we think is going to happen today. It's like having a crystal ball. Nobody said it was going to pour rain and flood the city yesterday. And tomorrow morning, pff, forget it. That would be a good weather report. Yesterday, if, if Heather read our weather and said, tomorrow's weather, nightmare. The morning's going to be an absolute nightmare. We'll guarantee it. That's a good weather report. She didn't know. She's like, the chance of rain in the morning. Isn't that true every day? John, you got to help yep. me out. Told the wife the schools were closed and she got all pissed. Now she's got to be home with all the kids <laughs> for the right. whole day. How do I handle this situation? Well, they made it illegal. You can't do anything about it anymore. It's not my fault you had kids. What? Just because you hate spending time with your kids. (laughs) I thought the joy of parenthood would mean that any time you get an extra day with them, you should rejoice. But I've never once seen a parent get happy when kids have to stay home with them or forced to not go to school. Ah, goddammit, i got to spend time with it? Wouldn't that be a great day for all that love you're telling me I'm missing out on? Is that (laughs) when I close schools on the radio? They're like, oh, finally, i got one extra day with my precious. I always go, shut up. I want to spend the whole day with the kids. You just close our school. Those kids are going to get Especially excited. Especially not today because in Mesa, it's the first day of school. So yeah. this is the official end of summer for those parents. Shut it down. They got a free house now. No, closed. Tomorrow. Official first day of school is now tomorrow. John, growing up here, I have to say the most annoying part of Radio Weatherman was they always suggested goddamn alter- alternate yeah. routes. <laughs> I already knew those friggin' alternate routes, <laughs> but now you just told all the blue hairs and crackheads to yeah. clog up that route. They screwed up your secret passage. <laughs> That only you knew about. Alma School. I another, know one, another one just said that. I prefer your route. Yeah, always take, do always Alma take Alma School. Alma School gets you. Stay away from it. Yeah. Use Alma School as an alternate. Well, what that guy's just done is made Alma School a goddamn nightmare. So take extension. Right. Shh. Does extension Shh, go all the way Shut through? up. <laughs> of course not. Fair enough. Take extension as far as it goes, it'll get you there. But whenever they say, use Indian school as an alternate, guess what happens to Indian school? It's yep. like, oh, Indian school's an effing night. Because yeah, you're, you're not on Indian school by the no. time you get there. It's you're just like up. all the other dickheads that just heard <laughs> yeah. that. That's why I don't want to get blamed for any of that. Uh, here's a fun thing I read yesterday. Ellen Barkin is mad at Johnny Depp and like trying to spill the beans on him and said the, that. Wait a minute, the old Old actress? Ellen Barkin. Yeah, remember when Ellen Barkin was something and now she's yeah. nothing? Well, she's kind of like been mad at Johnny Depp. For the last, uh, I don't know, month or so since the Amber Heard stuff. Because they used to do things together, I suppose. And so uh, Ellen Barkin said that Johnny Depp once walked up to her and gave her a quaalude and said, Hey, one of f-. And I'm like, that's evidently bad. <laughs> you gave her a... You're the one doing quaaludes. She had to have laughed. No, that's what I'm saying. All I wanted was the follow-up. Did you f- him? She's trying to make him a bad guy with that. And I'm like, that's bold is all that is. Yeah. If I was Johnny Depp in 1992... And Ellen Barkin, who was hot for like eight or nine months of her entire life, but for a little while in that Sea of Love movie with Al Pacino, and then for before we all realized she looked like a cricket, 
I think you're thinking the wrong person. No, Ellen Barkin looks like a cricket, and she was in that movie with uh, Al Pacino where she got bone. And then for a little bit, you thought, man, she's smoking hot, and then you realize she's Jiminy Cricket as a woman, uh, and not hot. He he was Johnny Depp in his peak in '92. Of course, he's walking up to she him and going, "Close that deal." Do you? If you get a, a speckled trout and Johnny Depp, she's taking that offer. Of course, and also, I'm going to be that bold if I'm Johnny Depp in 1992. I'm walking up to any lady. I want to, Hi, I'm Johnny Depp. I know. One of f- yes. I mean, how often did it work? And she's trying to paint him as some bad creature that wandered the earth and seduced women. Maybe with that two you words. Well, now that she's mad, we used to do stuff. Now they don't. Well, no, so I, well, I'm saying that. <laughs> I, I don't know if they did stuff or not. But I you think they did. Nailed it. But I mean, she's just mad at Johnny Depp forty years later, and what she's really upset about is how she looks today. That's upsetting her. He once offered me a quaalude and asked if I wanted to f him. Can you believe this? I'm like, absolutely. If I was Johnny Depp, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been as gentlemanly with that. I would have said, uh, "Hi, I'm Johnny Depp, and guess what? You want to f me?" Yeah, that was back when they were hanging out together. You tell me there weren't quaaludes and cocaine involved in this photo that Toledo's pulled up. That is a coke fueled nightmare. Whatever night that was. See his eyes on purpose. Yeah, he's trying harder to look like Richard Grieco yep. for some reason. Well, those were in his scissor hands, jump street. Like he was crushing it by then. And Ellen Barkin still during the she was mad at him during the trial. You're, you're goddamn right. I expect Johnny Depp to walk up to people and say, "Wanna?" F-. That's what made him great. That's what being a, that was the whole point of becoming a movie star or a rock star back in the day. Is that you could just walk up to a woman and point. I watched Dave Draymond do it before all this stuff started. Backstage at Ozfest. Multiple girls. 2005. Pointed to two women like he had a secret spell over the both of them. Didn't say anything. Just pointed to them at 45 feet. You. You. And they both got up and walked towards him, went to the bus, and then 25 minutes, 30 minutes later, they're staggering out of there. One of them they had a her. great talk on the bus. One's in a bikini. She yeah. wasn't in a bikini when she About went in. real estate opportunities. Yeah. And then he came back out and he pointed at more women. And they they all went in. He just kept Next. going. It was amazing. You talked to him about that. And he denied it because yeah. he said he had a wife. I'm not so sure he did at the time. I don't know when he that was. He just gotten engaged. Or yeah, something. he was not happy. I think she was on the other line. He started. He just started selling jury, too. And I think a <laughs> Whatever lot he was doing was hypnotic and ladies loved it. Because he didn't point to any guy selling jury. None of the guys wanted his drink. Ladies are better sales. And we all kind of got quiet. We're backstage at that bar at, at the auction blockbuster desert uh, couch commercial stadium. Cricket. And uh, and we're and it got dead quiet. Draymond would walk in. There's like maybe 100 people back there and just scout the room and then point, you and you. I'm like, look, Moses is calling people back to the RV. And that was cool. Nobody ever said, you're a pig. Like the pigs were getting up walking to him. He wasn't the pig. The pigs were the ones going in the van. You treat women like garbage. I don't know. I kind of see these ladies are doing it What are you doing own. back there? Yeah. First off, I didn't see a rope or any sort of mechanism, a winch that pulled them towards the RV outside of him going, you want to do this? Yeah, one of f- That's every guy's dream pickup line. None of us get to that level. Ellen Barkin. And Ellen Barkin's just mad because her looks disappeared in like 10 minutes. And she had a chance to live the Johnny Depp lifestyle and turned it down because she thought she had better options and realized 30 years later, that would have been a good catch. She and Kathleen Turner talk a lot. <laughs> oh, Kathleen, what happened? At least Kathleen Turner and the 
Kelly McGillis. Oh. They all know what they are. <laughs> the three musketeers. Yeah, Kelly there. McGillis is the one that says, why am I not in the new Top Gun? Because I'm fat and old. Uh, and then the reporter that, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you couldn't, you did no follow up to that. Oh, come on. You look okay. Nah, don't lie to her. Yeah, he has to have sex with her uh, while they're on drugs. He gave me a quaalude and said, do you want to F? Barton said she was asked about this years ago. She wasn't surprised uh, that he hurled a bottle across the room. There was always an air of violence around him. He's a (laughs) yeller. He's verbally abusive. And those things you can see. Uh, He would yell at his assistant all the time. People who would work on films with him, maybe uh, he would view them at lower capacity than he was. Just a world of violence. Get to the rat killing. Did you f*** the guy or not? You're going to start coming out Be with that story. Give me an start answer. start talking about because anyone that's worked with you or whatever could have the same story that you yelled at him. Oh, I guarantee you. Know, you Ellen Barkin wandered in, in up. In the star, pro athletes, when you're pampered. and You asked simple questions. Ellen Barkin, when she was at her prime, didn't tamper with the Brady Bogans of the world. But about three years later... When she wasn't a star like she thought she was, and then went into a bar, and there's a Brady Bogan, and they're going, oh, my God, that's Ellen Barkin from Sea of Love, and you still feel a little bit like, wow, she's a star. She jumped you. She got on top of Brady Bogans of the world, realizing, well, this guy still makes me feel like I'm somebody, so I'll f*** him. I'll, I'll dip down into the, the Brady Bogans of the world. In fact, she said it to me one time. Do you <laughs> right. want to? Hey, hey, lady, you want to f- I'm a boy. Whatever. <laughs> Do you want to or not? Yeah. <laughs> You're Andy McDowell. I'm Ellen Barkin. F*** you. <laughs> Whatever. I love your show. I just know you're a tall woman. and I love I, Ellen. I love Ellen. I thought you were a lesbigons. <laughs> That's a different Ellen. Yeah, whip out your peg. Let's do this. Let me see your horn, kid. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I showed Al Pacino's girlfriend my horn. <laughs> What a night. What a night Brady had. But she'd have gone slumming after she realized she, sure. was, she was no longer the sea of love, Ellen Barkin. John, I see what you're looking at now. She looks as though she requests her coffee to be given a gender-neutral pronoun. Yeah, she's mad now. She's <laughs> angry because she people started to go. She's that girl that you're like, oh, at the bar, you're like, holy crap. What a body. And then you get blind, and then you wake up next to her, and you're like, wow, when did she turn into... E.T., what's with the seven eye gap between eyes? They did just wrap up that show she was on for like three seasons. Wild yeah. Beast or whatever it was called. Man, you know a lot You're about You're the one person who watched it. You are a deep uh, cut. I always saw the, the promos on it. Yeah. Never, never stopped. You what? You know what I'm going to ask <laughs> you to do? you know deep? Get up and start walking around. <laughs> do, do more. This is ridiculous. I'm just... Uh... Look yeah. at why she's so mad. You're, you're becoming. She, was, she had some action there and they Brady, cut it off. You're becoming. You, said you didn't uh, know she had action. You just saw the promo. Oh, no. I knew she had action. That's what I'm saying. I don't know you what you two are talking about. It's not making sense. <laughs> but you're becoming the Eddie Trunk of Netflix. You're getting too deep. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You got way too many that deep cuts. That is the perfect <laughs> yeah. example. Hulu, it's deep in Hulu. I knew that cut. I'm like, no, nobody's impressed, Eddie Trunk. Stop. Play the hits. Beast with Ellen Barkin. It lasts for about three seasons. I'm embarrassed for you. Stop it. And from uh, knowledge of when I was a child who watched too much TV and took on all that useless info, don't do this to yourself. Do not do it. Please. Uh, Hollywood Brown's in trouble too, Cardinal fans. He's driving around too fast. A little quick. Rumor has it. How fast? This is, this is 120. The, yeah, going 120. But here's the deal. 
Evidently, he was getting his best friend Kyler Murray to school. It was the first day of school yesterday. Kyler had to study. He's, had to you know, the rain. got a new. Well, that was yesterday, Toledo. Follow the bouncing goddamn Man, it ball. It was raining yesterday too. <laughs> Jesus. When? It was raining yesterday afternoon. Was that a big story yesterday, Brady? Huge. Yeah. All right. So anyway, nobody said he was driving fast in the rain except for Toledo. But he's on the radio, so maybe he knows something no one knows. But anyway, he was uh, driving to uh, to get Kyler to go to the joke's dead now. Toledo ruined it with his rain coming. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anyway, 120 miles an hour for Hollywood Brown, who isn't even practicing. He's got a pulled hamstring. And maybe it's so pulled that he can't take his foot off the gas and put it on the brake because of the pain. Great idea. Yeah, so that's a you good said. move there. But, yeah, that's trouble. Hollywood Brown is not uh, – Cardinals are having a rough start to the camp season. It's just not not going well for them right now. I also watched the NFL Network yesterday, and they showed Deshaun Watson practicing with the Browns. But even you on the um, HOV, you don't go 120. No, God, you no. You use it reasonably. You don't go. There's no – look, criminal speeding is not uh, – uh, there's no, like, fee for that that feels like a membership. You get, like, all sorts of problems from that. You get caught in the HOV lane, they charge you $400, you go right back into it. It's, a, it's an annual fee if you ever get caught. I haven't been caught in 20-plus years, so I'm due. Hollywood Brown going 170 on freeways he just got here for. <laughs> Come on. There's yeah. no fee. You're going to lose your car. You're going to have no license. You're going to have to have people driving you around. It's bad. I was watching Deshaun Watson practice yesterday in his compression shorts, and I've changed my opinion. If you're in a room with him, you're going to bump into that thing. Did you see him in those shorts? I did not. His, do- his dork is ridiculous. I don't think you can be in a massage Maybe situation. Maybe that's why the NFL saying we're going to make it a year. Maybe the NFL's wrong. I-, I think all those women just banged into it because you can't help it. He's in these brown compression shorts. For the last 10 minutes, they thought they were working on a leg. No idea. They're rubbing his thigh, and then his thigh exploded in a milky goodness. And like, what do you do? Your knee just blew up. I don't think you was working on my leg, girl. Like, oh, my God. That's assault. This thing is massive. And these, Your calf is huge. That's not a good shot of it. He has the, it's the, there's orange ones and brown ones. But he was throwing yesterday, and that thing was dangling around by his leg. It's, There's the outline. It's the pretty big in that. You see it over oh, on the sure. thigh. Oh, I it's see left it. A trail. It's some dick in there. But I don't think you can rub his body and not bounce off of it. This is a dude throwing a football, and he's partially engorged. Yeah, there were a couple shots yesterday, and I'm like, well, Deshaun Watson's dick is massive and unavoidable. So 23 women just banged into it and thought, I mean, that's just a pair of shorts. I put compression shorts on. To ride my bike and look in the mirror. Look, Toledo's doing a close-up. That's an average shot. You should have seen him yesterday. Find that's the ones. That's where, a relaxed shot. Yeah, that's him complaining. It's still bulging out there pretty sharp. That's, I think it's tucked under. It's just a dude in his underpants. Maybe it is folded up, but what I was looking at, A, I'll tell you this. He loves football because he was excited to play yesterday. And B, unavoidable dick. This thing was gigantic. Good band name. Unavoidable Dick is a good band name. That's solid. But Deshaun Watson, I'm now on your side. And I don't like the Browns, and I want them suspended. With a crank that big, 
Everybody who's in the room with you is going to, oh, geez, I'm sorry. Did I just bang into your massive wang? Yeah, you're finding all the pictures of him looking. And they're still, that's still not average, but there's one where it was down. It's brown. His shorts were brown. And I'm like, wow. Somebody. <laughs> like the dude in the combine when the Lincoln compression shorts came down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spread. <laughs> yeah. They're, well, the, compre- <laughs> the underwear Olympics in February for the NFL combine. It's like, Jesus, that dude's dork is flying all over the place. Deshaun's got one. He's carrying. So, ladies, I'm no longer on your side. I don't think he did anything wrong. You're going to bump into If you're it. in an elevator with him, he's going to hit it. It's, oh, sorry. I tried to scoot over a little bit. I hit you with my gigantic wiener. Dude's wiener is huge. I didn't like seeing it, but it's big. Gargantuan. And then uh, the other thing in the news that I absolutely loved yesterday was uh, – Disneyland's answer to um, black kids. The make good? (laughs) What's the character? Oh, Woody and Jesse from Toy Story are walking through, and there's a black family, and their cameras are out. And they walk by, and they get about 20 feet away, and Jesse turns and spots the black family and just sprints back to just bear hug them. Look at it again. Woody actually gets Jesse's attention. Oh, is that who does it first? Will you take care of that for me? I didn't see that part. We got to get to them. So the best way to get rid of racism completely is to isolate the black kids, point them out, and make them different than everyone else, and then treat them differently. That's how we fix this. Oh wow! Yeah, did you see that? There's a shot of Deshaun Watson jogging with it, and it moves. It's dancing. Try that again. I thought they were bro- – look at that wow. thing. Yeah, that, that's, that's some gargantuan <laughs> door. clips. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, you found the, the video footage. This is what I was watching yesterday. <laughs> I thought his uh, shorts I thought were that brown. thought that was Woody and Jesse at first when he yeah. went, wow. Oh, yeah, no. That, well, actually, Woody and Jesse went over and hugged his dick thinking it was a small child. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to Woody, derail. I want to get sued. Again, I'm sorry. No, no. Take care of that. No, everything his dick him. does Whoa, is derail conversation. Yeah, when he starts jogging around, that thing is not <laughs> It's not fair. You're going to bang into Deshaun's wing. Hi, I'm here for a massage. Uh, I'm going to hit your there dick, aren't again. I? Yeah, look at that thing. Down the leg. And he's running plays. I don't keep you from getting sacked. Nobody's going to try to touch that. Matter of time before a defensive lineman says that Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted him with that thing because... If you hit him, you're going to hit it. Yeah, and there's Jesse running towards it to give it a big fat hug. Hi, little fella. How are you? That's my dick. That's not a baby. That's my dick. I thought it was a five-year-old boy. It looks like that. There's a snake in his pants. (laughs) My God, Jesse. But yeah, Disneyland's got the uh, all the mascots on alert. I got an email from a guy in San Diego that said now the mascots at Sesame Place are in cars, and the kids aren't allowed to get to them. They're in little like golf carts. So they'll walk, they'll drive Wave by and, yeah. and stick their Smart hands out. The and like, you can high five, but they're, they're and, not hugging and they're not getting close. They, and like I said the other day, you're just going to eliminate mascots from kids' lives. The lady uh, with the Chuck E. Cheese video the other day filed the lawsuit. No numbers have been released yet. She's suing Chuck E. Cheese because the rat costumed guy. Watch this. This is great stuff. This yeah, is great. So I didn't see Woody. Woody. Yeah, he, oh, Woody's pointing. Woody, well, no, Jesse. Jesse, Negroes. Negroes, look over here. Uh-huh, I can't help hang you. Hang on. Hang on. Give me a second. <laughs> now he goes over gets her. Jesse. And says, hey, take care of oh. that guy. Now, the deal is they could be yelling, Jesse, Jesse. So Woody's like, I'll get her. Don't worry. Now, watch how she says bye to everyone else. See that? Yeah. That's that <laughs> All right. Just don't call me Ivory. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, Jesse, Jesse. I've never seen They think you're Jesse Smollett. Uh, turn around and go back and hug those kids. Woody runs the other way. 
<laughs> well, Woody doesn't get the call. <laughs> I know. Those kids are screaming and yelling. If I was a black well, kid right now. little black girl is in the Jesse costume. Yeah, she of. loves Jesse. So Woody's like, oh, Jesus, this is good PR. <laughs> and kudos to the kid in the Woody costume. <laughs> Jesse, look. Negroes. <laughs> Come on. We're on film. Get them. This will get us a bonus for yeah. sure. That's going to cause the biggest fight in Disneyland history is when you hear the guy in the Woody costume go, Negroes, get him! <laughs> What'd he say? Well, hey, look, you can't have it both ways. Where's B. Ivory Lamar? Either you want us to pay attention or you don't. It is a mess. Just because Rosita didn't hug uh, <laughs> a kid at a, at a sesame place. And now... Yeah, everybody's doing the side-by-side. Every African-American kid in yep, the world looked, is going to get Looked bothered. right at him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're looking at Rosita's <laughs> eyes. It's a, not a real thing. <laughs> but yesterday, Disneyland's Woody and Jesse oh, overkill. We cannot ignore them. They're screaming. Your, that one's dressed like you. We're yeah. better than Sesame Street. That That's costume true. was sweating. Whew. Rosita's right. through the mouth. Sing. They, what they should do is uh, outfit all of the mascots with uh, intercoms between each other. Yes. And just go. I'm surprised uh, they don't have that already. African American kids, three o'clock. I, I, just make sure you spot them. And Another tell, three o'clock. Because I know it's hard to see right now because you're in the Chippendales thing, the costume, not the dancer, but the the rats. <laughs> There's two black ones right next to you. Hug them. Just hug whatever's close to your legs. Do it. <laughs> I can't see them. It's just look down. Just hug whatever's close to you. It's four million dollars every time we miss one. Just do a sweeping high five. <laughs> Spin with your arms out. Spin with your arms out and just scream. Kids will go nuts. It's 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 crazy. So Woody and Jesse overdid it yesterday, and now that's on the news. So now there's no happy medium. Now you're pointing them out, you're singling them out, or you know Rosita missed them. Chuck E. Cheese walking around being a dick to kids. <laughs> I don't want to touch it. You'd see me. I'd look like the biggest racist in the world in that Chuck E. Cheese costume because I'd be like dodging every kid hand there. He hates all of them. I don't want those kids touching me. Yuck. And that's what I they, – they see Jesse going over there hugging. I see Woody running away. Another loss. Yeah, that could be. Well, you know, perspective. It depends on what B. Ivory sees. <laughs> when B. Ivory Lamont – now, what's Woody's problem? Woody's practically in the clan. <laughs> oh, West, I understand where he's from. In his time, uh, these kids weren't worth anything. Not a plug nickel. Anyway, good luck with all that out there with your kids because – I don't care anymore. I don't care. You know what I liked yesterday? Megan was showing me a bunch of stuff on uh, Instagram. It was the first day of school. All the first day? Time to talk about all the first day photos, but there's an awful lot of them where uh, mom's involved. And she got dressed up for the first day of school, too. And they're doing like mother daughter super poses. And I'm like, you're kind Usually it depends on what age. If the, if the girl is crossed over into high school, like Kirby. Yeah. That's yeah. usually well, that was when, when it was. It was, was most it? most of the girls yeah. were probably fifteen or sixteen, yeah. mm-hmm. and mom was dressed just like her. Like, look, I can still look good too. Like, this isn't about you. It's not your first day of school. Get out of the picture. But I saw an and she's like, look, another mom that can't wait to just. Well, where's the dad? Dad's never go. All right, I'm gonna pose with my kid. Nobody cares about first day of school. I like Kirby. They had uh, Kirby had Kirby one around. just walked away from you guys. But they had um, coffee <laughs> for is. the parents, uh, a DJ. For the school? first day of Why school. Why do you want the parents to hang out? Yeah. I know. Why do you, Why you want to hang out? Yeah. They didn't, uh, you know, they're playing music. Talk about they, they were saying anxiety. we're going to have uh, coffee for you. You know, this is the night before. and Before high school? 
before they start the, you know, when they're dropping them off for the first day. Your kid's a huge and turd have if a, it needs you to walk it to high school. And a backdrop for the picture, too, if you wanted to. It's a fact. That's a, that should be a t-shirt. Then, you know that meme from yeah. Wolf of Wall Street? What <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, what said. what I just said. Is that, <laughs> that, yeah, that smoking, sitting, yeah. holding the beer. Your kid's a huge turd if it needs to be walked to high what school. What you just said. Because by then it should it shouldn't want you around as much. Leave me alone. Like oh, I like by freshman go, year, they, you should. You be, know, if I had to get dropped off, I'm finding a, a upperclassman that could pick me up in the morning yeah. and drive with oh, him. Or I used to laugh when somebody would have. To, my mom had to drive me to college once, which was embarrassing, horrible. And I remember the first thing. I didn't even know the guy. I got out and I'm like, see. You. And my mom goes, bye. And the guy's like, hey, mom, could you drive me to college? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that guy. And I'm like, he's, he's right. And that's what's pissing me off so bad. Wait a minute. I should have you figured knew, out a route. You knew upperclassmen as a freshman? We didn't know anybody in the upperclassmen when we were freshmen. I knew a couple, I did. but it I was, wasn't. Uh, that's not enough you, to call him and ask him for a ride. I wouldn't call anybody. I never called and asked for a ride. Yeah. He offered one or I walked. He was across the street, and, and his brother was – it worked out pretty good. But other than that, there's a handful mm. of times. It was then, a And threat. we also had mopeds, too. But that was right on the – okay, that's you're cool. getting a little old for the moped yeah. at ninth grade because you're so close to – yeah. Driving. The uh, school starting thing, though, I was noticing a lot of moms thinking, I can dress like a high school girl again. And they were dressed like their daughters, and they had their hair done. And I'm like, where are you going? Got to drop her off at high school. Like, all right, Brittany Zamora, look, calm gotta down. Gotta calm look down. Good in the drop-off line. Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to do. It's to swing the high school quarterback. The big man on campus is yours now. Cool it. That's the whole goal is once they reach high school, you're done. They can get themselves out of the house. They can yeah. do everything. Deep down, all women think it's gross. When a guy thinks a young girl's hot, but they love it if a high school goes, your mom is hot. Yeah. They can't get enough of a young boy thinking they're hot. The problem is, the difference is 90% of the time, we'll go Kevin Spacey, American Beauty, and actually follow through, <laughs> where they just kind of use it as fantasy time. John, put that bitch on a list. Who drops off their kids at high school still? <laughs> right. Yeah. Figure your way to high school. That's kind of sad. Maybe the first day is like I make sure you're on time, but after that you're on your own. You, you get two weeks to make friends with a kid with a car, or you're biking. But yeah, it's a uh, Alex is having a rough go because he didn't he didn't get grades, so he can't drive, and he oh, was nice. looking forward to being able to drive to school. No, 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 like, no. You got to work for that, son. Yep. So his car's parked, and he's got to figure out a way in. Well, we were going to get the car when we got back from Thailand. If he'd gotten grades, but he didn't get grades, so he's gone all summer without a car oh, and without dang. being able to drive. And that what were his the, grades? D's and stuff? Uh, C's and B's. Well, that's not terrible. You want them straight A's? It, no, I want them B's. I want oh, them okay. three point or three point or better. Okay, because that gets us an insurance discount and oh, also, yeah. You know, yeah, there you go. Just sets him up better. Smart, you know. Hey, there's nothing wrong with he making can your kid do, do it. stuff. He just yeah. he just didn't want to. No car unless you get all B's. Yep, that's an all B report card. Yeah, at least. My parents never I even threatened told my him, car. And including PE, because you can show up to PE. My mom and dad never took my car away because that, that meant I had to stay home all the time. It was right. A that, that car. Like, get out. He never leaves. That was the rough thing about the summertime because he was home all the goddamn time. Yeah. He yeah, give leave. him a car. Get him yeah. out of here. Yeah, my parents, I think they bought me a car for getting D's. All right, let's get you out of the house more. So Lisa was really worried about Chris getting his own car. Once he had his car and he was out of the house all the time, I'm like, pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah, having them gone is yep. going to be – yeah, people don't really like their kids that much. And by the way, it's cleared up here. The East Valley's open. Still give yourself about an hour. About Good flow. Valley. Solid gotta, flow. Talk to Brett. We'll talk to Brett and find out how he's doing. He's on 107th Avenue and Olive this morning at the Safeway for Operation Hydration. We'll chat with him in a moment.
In the meantime, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop at uh, Southern and Gilbert in Mesa. Um, they've got all the specials going on. I'm not sure, like Brett, if how how long the specials are going, but they are at least for the month of August. At least, and you, you think August sales are good? Whew. That September sale that's coming up, <laughs> blowout. So is it all just a slow Amazing. ramp up to Christmas then? Is that what Forget it is? Forget it. When Christmas comes, you're gonna we're going to walk out with a bike and some cash in your hand. I mean, by now, but... Uh, and then the commuter bikes are the way to go. Christmas. 15% off the commuter e-bikes. Some guy bought a bike the other day because I've been raving about the e-bikes, and he went into action, and he rode one, and Josh texted me, and he goes, this dude, I think his name was Tyler, and he goes, he bought that bike because you told him to, and he said, so it's on you. And I'm like, nobody would do... De- you can't be disappointed with it. Yeah, it's the it's the greatest thing in bike history. If you like bikes, get on the e bike. And plus, think about all the things you can see now on your new. Oh, e-bike. I can't wait! I'm not allowed to ride it for a couple of weeks. So I have wind in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Not supposed that. to get wind in my eyes. Ah! Uh, not supposed to do this, but I know they're calling November Brett's giving. Uh, yeah, the big that's sale. It. Yeah, just wait till Thanksgiving comes around when Brett do breakfast in uh, well, November. Columbus Day. If you come to the back door of Action Ride Stop on Columbus Day, everything's free, and you get cigarettes. Uh, Indigenous People's Day. Yeah, you get a car stereo, cigarettes, and a bike. It's not necessarily a bike they were going to sell. It's one that they found. Uh, first yours. request, victory from Megadeth. <laughs> yes! yesterday, because everybody loved it. Such a huge song. Uh, Slayer, right. Raining Blood is on there. That's all we need, then. Eye for an Eye from Soulfly for D- you. Don't care. Victory from Megadeth. Is really? Yeah, because I need to hear I gotta find it. One of Brady's favorite songs. Your guy, Sheriff Joe, is making it uh, tighter. They haven't uh, officially uh, announced. Yeah. the uh, It's too tight to call in Fountain Hills between Sheriff Joe and Dickey. His opponent, Dickey, had the lead, but Sheriff Joe's closed the gap. Out of the 24,000 residents. Very close. I don't know I how, how many count voted, that. but... All 24,000. Oh, yeah. Right? They're all old. They're all old. They all voted. So it's a tough count. But it's close. And Sheriff Joe may get his jive-free Fountain Hills. Uh, His dreams may come true. But he's he's catching Dickie. I'm going to grab that Dickie. I'm going to throw it aside. I'm going to be the mayor of Fountain Hills at age 90. If he wins, is that the first line in his uh, acceptance speech? I beat Dickie. Dickie. I caught Dickie and I beat it. (laughs) Dickie had no chance in my hands. Is, will he be the oldest politician in America holding some sort of office? It's got to be there close. There can't be more 90-year-olds running. How long stuff. did Strom last? 86? Oh, Thurman was 90-something. Okay, then. But, I mean, I'm talking currently oh. in a chair running a town or something outside of, like, population five at old tortillas. You know, some 103-year-old guy that is the mayor. Is there anyone older than 90 running anything? And and by the way, in golf, a lot of the time, shooting your age is a goal. Yeah. And I'm sure he can probably do that. But in the world of intelligence, uh, aging into your IQ to be 90 and 90, Sheriff Joe is just, this is a brilliant uh, year for him. Because his IQ hitting 90 and his age hitting 90, is it's very rare that somebody ages into their IQ, but that's a good one. Uh, there's a top 10 list. Steny Hoyer, uh, <laughs> House of Representatives from Maryland. Born in 1939. That's not 90. Yeah. Nope, that's not 90. Let me go to number one. He's number 10. Right? He's 10th. Yeah. yeah, who's first? There has to be like a, a little tiny town in Kansas that has eight people living in it. I saw one town. It was a population of like 2,000. No one wanted to run for city council. Right. They like, let a dog do it. Yeah. Bush Bark Flats, Kansas. Population <laughs> seven. Uh, Chuck Grassley, is. he'll turn 90 next year. He's a national guy, isn't yeah. he? Uh, 
Feinstein just turned 90. Diane Feinstein. Is she still doing stuff? Yep. I thought she quit. No, she's still in the Senate, I think. Man. Maybe she's wrapping up this year. She's <laughs> wrapping up all right. Wrapping yeah. up. Anyway, we're going to have a jive-free city out there. No jive. No no Mexican words. I'm going to change all the names of this. Golf courses in Mexican. I read of that Mexican restaurant that's going to be called Brown Town. And uh, Guy Fieri's going to come run it. Soda fountains and... That's it. Soda jerks. World leaders. Uh, Everything's going to be black and white. We're going to change all that. Going to Dr. J. Schwartz. Going to turn everybody's eyesight black and white when you come to Fountainhill. My goals to make everything look like 1950. Well, he looks like a youngster next to the world leaders. Josip Manalic of Croatia is 102 years old. That's pretty good work. Uh, Luis Echeverria from Mexico is 100 years old. But they're like That's kings, what he says aren't in they? His, uh, speeches. No, I think it's their uh, state leaders yeah. is what they're, oh, what wow. they're called. My good friend. Yeah. He's running Croatia. <laughs> and anyways, I'm 12 years younger than the guy running Chihuahua. <laughs> I don't speak jive, but he's running Chihuahua. If he can do it, I can do Fountain Hill. He's crushing it in Croatia. If I could reach back there, I could do this with my hands tied behind my back. But, of course, the arthritis. <laughs> Sheriff tells an idiot. But he's going to be running Fountain Hills. And I, I hope something happens horrible. Like, I hope somebody attacks Fountain Hills and he's in charge of something because it would be a catastrophe. Grassley is running again. He's looking forward to being in office past 95. Yeah, nobody else is. Good luck. Victory. Well, Sheriff Joe, you're getting close. And I, for one, think you're an idiot, but I'm rooting for you to run Fountain Hills. I don't know who Dickie is. She's not funny. You're funny. Yeah, you could see he's illegal. Listen, he's trying to jump over our border. There with Mesa and Gilbert. Not a big fan of that. Mesa. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's Table, Arizona. Regulated haircuts. That's right. Everybody's going to have the same Sheriff Joe Nothing haircut. touching the collar. That's right. It's like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> we have a, six haircuts the ladies can choose from and two the men can choose from. None of that hippie bullshit wandering around here right now. I'm not taking that. This internet article basically says, "Why would they go anywhere? They get basically they're in safe seats. They get reelected. Yeah. They got a lifetime. They don't have to do much. There's money forever. Yep, that's a pretty good idea. And you feel important all the all the time. If he wins, oh, he's going to drive the state wild. The first year, the National Guard will be called upon so many yeah. times. That's found, it. We got a subway. Joe, you got to quit calling. No, National Guard come out to the subway. It's packed full of Browns. I don't know what kind of bus dropped this mess off, but." I was at the Salt River today. By the way, I was out on a bluff. I There's a that. bluff There's out there? bluffs out there, taking a look at the beautiful vistas of Fountain Hills, and I saw the red man piled up, a bunch of them on horses, and I'm thinking maybe National Guard needs National to Guard. Out. And call That's National the Guard. landfill, a, sir. No. That's owned by them. Redskins, they was a coming towards. You can't say that. <laughs> sure can. No, you can't. You can't because I just passed a law that says that you can. Mm. Loads of Redskins. All the new laws. Look at that. Get a pass law. On the Feline Highway, they're out there. Floating around on their ponies. I know what they're up to. The bow and arrow. Call the National Guard. I know who did that. Fort McDowell. I know what that's about. It's not a casino. You name your military operations forts. I'm not stupid. Call the National Guard. We need to attack the casino. A fort? A yeah. fort attacking a fort? fort? We're going to attack the fort. Fort Ford McDowell. going to attack we got to get fort rid of this Ohio guy. He's no, you get driving rid of us nuts. <laughs> National Guards is always there. Sorry about that, folks. you got to turn around. Our pilot's going, oh, we were doing was riding our horses on our land. It's too close. He's getting nervous. 
Get rid of those red men out there. Instituted Bluetooth peeing everywhere. You guys doing <laughs> Jive talking red. Jive talking redskins. Get out of here. <laughs> we weren't doing nothing. Yeah, it's it's what you're not going to do here is a whole load of nothing. Get out of here, redskins, where we take more. I'm tough. I've annexed most of uh, the land. I'm scooting the redskins over a little bit. I think you could do that, sir. I just did it. <laughs> You can have all sorts of stuff. We built tents. You need tents. permission to put up the fence put on their tents land. Out There's there. tents form new tents, tents. New Indian tents. Teepees. <laughs> oh, we'll call it Teepee City. You can't say that. Yeah, sure we can. I invented Teepee City for all the Indians that cross our border. We'll keep Required underwear. Red underwear. <laughs> Red. Differentiate them. Uh-huh. Feathertown, USA. You know, keep it right here in this tent area. I hope he wins because he's 90 and he's nuts and he needs to be on TV more. I miss him. Paul Penn's a much better sheriff, I think, because I don't hear about him as much. Sheriff Joe's just funnier. Give him a ceremonial position. He outspent Jenny Dickey. Did he outspend the Dickey? 161000 Is that true? Yeah. He spent one hundred sixty-one grand to be the mayor of Fountain Hills? Yep. And I, I didn't spend a penny, and I didn't lose by that much. <laughs> and she didn't spend that much. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get any votes, and I still only lost by 100000 or 20,000, however many people live there. Anyway, silly. We got victory ready to go? Yep. This one I hope is for Sheriff Joe. I, I Just give him a job where he gets on TV more. They should do just on Channel 3, and now a few thoughts from Joe Arpaio. And just let him have the last minute. Okay, here's a thought. And just let him, here's what grinds my gears. Like that guy in Chicago or whatever, the angry guy that comes on, and now a minute with yeah, they've got, Yeah, Arpaio minute. Yeah, they, they used to do it all the time. So here our CEO, C.E. Yeah. Pep Cooney, and he would come on and talk about the state of affairs and it was always real professional. Let Sheriff Joe do it. An op-ed. Here's Sharp what, does it. Here's what grinds my gears. Yeah, the sharper points. Uh, it's called Joe Arpaio. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Today's topic, jive. Tired of it. Not having it. Not having jive. Don't want jive. Not going to listen to jive. I was in the subway. The other guy in the back of the subway speaking jive to another jive talker. Habita, habita, habita. Get out of here, I said. Redskins. Not allowed here. Not allowed around. In the hills. We speak America. Teenagers, sir. They work there. Teenagers. I don't want them there either. That's why I moved to Fountain Hills. Get away from your rat. That's right. There's no tailed. Nobody. What's the youngest Draft dodging. Yeah. You want to impress me? Get on over to Nam. You start killing yellow people. That's a real man. Anyway. 90, weren't you Korea? Yeah, I was both. Yeah? I just signed up for Vietnam again now. Making Fountain Hills yeah. great better. again? Yeah. yeah, great again. That's right. Right. Snow White. What goal. would that be? Foga? <laughs> Fountain 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 Hills. Hills. I don't know. Fohiga? It sounds Fohiga. like Jive. Sounds too much like Jive. MF Foga. <laughs> I like that. MF Alia. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.